Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Robin Wade. How are you doing, Robin? And where are you hanging out right now? I'm, I'm doing fantastic, actually, Uwe, and it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm actually in the southwest of the UK in a little place called the Cotswolds. So it's very hilly, proper. If you imagine like the perfect English countryside, that's where I live. So yeah, it's glorious. I see the picture already inside of me. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Wonderful. It's a pleasure having you here today. So dedicated husband and dad to two amazing girls, surfer, cyclist, five-time best-selling author and founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping time for money business owners to confidently charge their worth. I think your mission to accelerate and grow your coaching business online, create the income and lifestyle you deserve it's remarkable and very inspiring so i'm very thankful that i can talk to you today robin oh it's it's, it's such a pleasure looking forward to the uh, the questions you've prepared for me uve and here they come <laughs> <laughs> so who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face it's my, my my ideal client really is um I, I love working with micro businesses so one person businesses coaches consultants freelancers and the the biggest challenge which I see that they're facing is they are incredibly intelligent people they get amazing results for their clients that they work with um, they love the work which they do yet they're working you know ridiculously long hours and then at the end of every month they kind of scratch their heads and go well hang on I worked really hard where's all the money gone and uh one of the things which a lot of these time for money businesses, um, uh, the mistake which they tend to make is that they base selling their time on the fact that they would typically work 20 days a month, for example. So they take their day rate, multiply it by 20, and they think that's what I should be earning. The reality, as we know, is when you were running a small business, you can probably only manage about, I don't know, three, four, five days worth of fulfillment, actual paid work. The rest of your time is filled up with doing fun stuff like this, chatting to Uwe on podcasts, uh, running your YouTube channel, marketing, networking, sales, doing your books and all of that good stuff as well, which is all necessary, but you don't necessarily get paid for. So important and true. And uh, besides that, what are the most common mistakes they make when trying to solve that problem? So uh, the first thing which they do is they'll um, they'll think that the way to scale is to get more clients. So they'll try, despite the fact their capacity is already taken up, they'll think, oh, I'll go and get more clients. But it's a little bit like, do you remember the cute little car, the Fiat 500, the Italians produced, right? So really sweet little car, but it's got this little 500cc engine. And uh, imagine if you then added rocket fuel into a 500cc engine. Well, rocket fuel is designed for a rocket, okay? So very combustible. And we've got this rickety little 500cc engine. It's not going to go any faster but eventually it's going to rattle itself and probably explode okay and in this analogy in this story the bits the 500 cc engine is like the business engine 
And the rocket fuel is marketing. So if we've got this rickety engine, you add more clients to it, it is just going to fall apart eventually. So um, in my view, um, the best way to overcome that, that challenge is to op- like optimize that business engine, turn it into a rocket ship, right? Turn it into a rocket engine. And how we do that is to look at things like the, the economics of how the business works. So could we charge a bit more for it? Could we reduce some costs in that business uh how could we make it how could we systemize it and make it so it's a little bit more automated and at that point once you've then fixed those inherent problems within the business you can then add the rocket fuel in add more clients and then start to scale it wonderful i love the uh comparison to and the analogy to uh this uh, fiat 500 and in italian it's called a cinquecento and i can attest i've heard Cinquecentos in Italy, and they roll like rockets. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably you should. I should send it uh, to you. <laughs> Wonderful. So, before I ask Robin, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience. Yeah, if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Robin, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? So I, one of the things which um, I think, and it's aligned with the kind of the mistakes which business owners make. So um, if you imagine that when you're pricing something, uh, they, especially when you're doing time for money, they're selling, you're selling your time and that's one commodity. But actually in the business, there's two others which you need to think of. So one is the cost, the operating overheads of running the business. The second thing is then intellectual property. So the ideas and Uh, the certifications that you've got, qualifications you've got and things like that. So um, now most people, though, if you said, well, actually, you need to just multiply your whatever prices you're charging, you need to triple it to accommodate for costs and IP, intellectual property. They get really scared of that. So uh, you have to go through this process when you get out of charging time for money of learning how to articulate your value better. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to sell a product not a service because services have features and time and things like that that we sell. Whereas a product is very much like out of the box. Most importantly, it solves one specific problem. Okay. So uh, if you think of it um, of, you know, a lot of people talk about niches, avatars, okay. As being like one area where you niche down. So you've got your market niche. I actually think there's two different niches. So we have our market niche over here, which I don't want to talk about today because everybody talks about market niches. What's interesting for me is a product niche. So that product niche is where within a market niche, you solve one very specific problem for that market. And it's like going seven layers deep. And that means that when you can um, go into a business and say, I just, I just focus on this one problem. It's like, it's like the Royal Naval engineer. Okay. So Uh, the the boat's engines break down. The captain calls his friend because nobody on the ship can fix this engine. And this guy gets parachuted in, walks around the engine for a bit, and he hits it with a hammer. And he sends the bill to his friend, the captain. And the captain says, $100,000, that's a ridiculous amount of money to pay for. You know, all you did was hit it with a hammer. Can you itemize it for me? And he says, it was $1,000 to hit it with a hammer, but it was uh, $99,000 to know where to hit it. And I think that's that's where... You know, the, the individuals need to learn to articulate that value. What, what is your hammer? Where are you hitting it? And be able to articulate that. I love the thoroughness and also the strategic uh, structure of, uh, approach that you just showed, showcased here. This is wonderful. Um, so I always tell my clients, I don't get paid by, uh, by the hour. I get paid for energizing results. 
So I think that's kind of like a statement I make. And uh, but I see what you're what you're what you're telling us here is that it's so important to get to the root core of you know not only your niche but definitely there's the product niche that uh, you just mentioned so beautifully. Thank you. What is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that issue? So um, I have, I've got a book, you can see it over my shoulder there, Take Your Shot, um, which I wrote more recently, but it's a story about one of my clients I worked with uh, who was trying to escape the time for money trap and productize his service. So uh, I'm offering that book for free today to all of your listeners, Uwe. Um, uh, if they're in the UK, I'll happily sign a paperback and send it out. And uh, for anybody overseas, then um, it, it'll be a PDF uh, or, or you can send me an ethical bribe and I'll send you a, P- a, a paperback in the, in the post as well. But um, yeah, it's a copy of Take Your Shot and it goes through through all of the uh, sort of three simple steps effectively of like productizing a service and how to confidently charge more for it. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing this wonderful resource and I can't wait to get a hold of it. And uh, we put, of course, uh, the link in the show description so people can uh, get it. Thank you. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? So the, the one question which you should have asked me is, so we all know, most people know that they're underselling themselves, Okay. Um, the one question which is always top of mind is around um, people's core beliefs. Uh, so if I were to challenge you, Uwe, to double your prices, the first thing you might say to me is, Robin, I can't do that because nobody will buy my product or my existing clients will leave. Okay, so there's the confidence and the mindset side of how we how we learn to articulate our value and charge more. But then there's the process. How do we actually get to that point? Because everybody could double their, their prices. Everybody is worth more, okay? But how do we get to that point? And, and what we do, Uwe, is we go through it. It's, it's an auction process, okay? And it's quite fun. So play with me for a bit if you're game, okay? Imagine, think of a, a service or a product that you, you're selling right now, and you can make it up. It doesn't have to be an actual product. But think of something you're selling or could sell, um, let me know what it is and how much it is currently. Um, at the moment, um, 25,000. Okay. So we're selling, you're selling a product for $25,000, pounds, euros, whatever it is. Okay. And, but you're thinking, I'm worth more. Okay. And if I had to say to you, well, could you sell it for a hundred thousand dollars? You might go, Oh no, no way, Robin, that's just too expensive. But what we've got is a bandwidth. Okay. Most people see pricing as being cheap or expensive. It's I'll buy it or I won't buy it. Yes or no. So they see it as binary. But when we then think of pricing as a bandwidth, now we've got this bandwidth between 25 K and hundred K. Okay. So we, when we start at 25 K and I say to you, right, we're going to go up through the numbers and I'm going to know when it starts to get a little bit uncomfortable for you. Okay. You don't have to tell me, or you could tell me it'd be a verbal cue. So we go 28K, 30K, 32K, 40, there we go. So you kind of nodded then at about between 32 and 40K. So 32K is inside your comfort zone. 40K is just outside your comfort zone. And now we've got made an assumption. So what we've got to do next is we've got to test that assumption. Okay, so it's about data and validating it. So I would then challenge you. I'd say, don't go for the one that's just inside your comfort zone. It's too easy. Okay, 32K, you're like fine with that. Why don't we test 40K and see where we end up? So I would challenge you then to say, right, I need you to go and pitch it to the next 10 or 20 people who need that product, but you must pitch it at 40K. We'll do a bit of work around how to build your confidence up so you can pitch it and be confident and handle objections and things like that. But you must agree with me that we've got to pitch it to 10 to 20 people at 40K so we get some data back. And invariably, when I give this challenge to my clients, they come back a couple of weeks later and they say, you never guess what, Robin, somebody paid 40K for it. And do you know what? It was so easy. I've already put my price up. 
Fantastic. <laughs> and you caught me right there. So I was I was ready to prepare to go until 100k because I already said sold uh, 100k. So that's kind of like also my range. Yeah. Uh, but... Unfortunately, Ufa, you won't be much good at poker because your poker face. No, that's right. <laughs> I'm just a polite host here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this point goes to you. Wonderful. <laughs> I love it. And so, so valuable. And you know that, you know, audience could just life experience the value that you provide with this just little example. Um, made me experience it uh, one more time. So where are inner struggles? So wonderfully done. Thank you, Robin. Wonderful. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. So this brings me to my last question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Oh, gosh. Um, it, was, it was actually... Um, so my daughters are seven and five. And um, as, as, a, as a dad, uh, you know, dad to daughters, sometimes it's quite hard. Like, I don't like playing with babies. Let's put it like that. And they, they love their dollies and stuff, you know, fine. But there's that part of you as a dad, which is like, now I want to share an activity for us to do together. So I took my daughter surfing for the first time a couple of months ago. Um, we've got a beautiful facility down near Bristol where I live, which is like an, it's a lagoon, man-made lagoon where you can surf. It's phenomenal. And um, watching her get up on her surfboard for the first time and surf the, with wave in, wasn't that. It was when she turned around smiled at me and did the hey dad look at me and I was like oh, amazing absolutely brilliant Ooh, <laughs> wonderful that's a wonderful goosebumps moment right there oh I love it thank you for sharing this wonderful moment always comes down to the kids you know when they experience something for the first time wonderful so thank you Robin for this wonderful goosebumps moment thank you for our conversation it was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today Oh, it's my pleasure, Uwe. Anytime. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uwe.corn.com.